0: History of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. Join us now in our study as we open the Word together.
1: And if you can turn with me to Revelation chapter 21, verse 1, as we make our way through the book of Revelation. The title of our message is All Things New, All Things New. God is doing a new thing. Obviously, this is our you know, first Sunday here in this new place, and it's a, it's a whole new season for us. And I can assure you that God is in on this. God is working in our midst. God is directing what we're doing, and we're so grateful for that. He's making things new. And sometimes I know I run into people that they say, well, I don't like change, Pastor. I, I, I like it the way it is. We've had people even come to us. Can't, can't we just stay where we're at? We love it here. But it's good to be in tune when, when God is doing something new. And and can I challenge you with this? Uh, God will many times in our lives as believers, he'll challenge us to step out of our comfort zone. That way he receives the glory. And and so I pray, I hope that we realize when God is doing something new that we follow his lead, right? And it's not comfortable to step out of that comfort zone. And uh, you might've heard this uh, story about what happened to me when I was in Michigan, and I was, a, I was you know, fairly a new believer and all, and, and my brother-in-law was the pastor of the Calvary Chapel there in Michigan, still is, and my sister, obviously the pastor's wife, and they came to me, and they said, uh, uh, we would like you to do the announcements. But I had a fear of public speaking. So I said, I said, no, I don't want to do the announcements. Remember this? And, and they said, well, we at least pray about it. We really feel the Lord wants you to do the announcements. Can you pray about it? And I said, yes, Lord, I do not want to do the announcements. <laughs> Amen. I prayed. But there was that conviction of the Holy Spirit working, and the Lord was saying, just step out of your comfort zone. And, and I can tell you this, it was very uncomfortable for me the first time doing announcements. Uh, good thing that was behind a pulpit, because I think even my legs were shaking a little bit. But I knew it was the Lord. And see, God makes changes in all of us. He wants to change us. Wouldn't it be terrible if you give your life to Christ and you're exactly the same way that you were when you first came to know Christ? And there's many people like that, and but God wants to change you. And it, and it could be even sin in your life that needs to be done away with. Let him change you. Allow him to make those changes. You might say, well, pastor, I, I've tried before. I, I tried stopping that, I, I, you know, but I, I keep going back to it. Well, keep repenting, keep turning, keep confessing it to the Lord, keep seeking his face, go to the cross, ask for forgiveness, and allow him to change that area in your life, God wants to make changes in all of us. But how do we know if it's of the Lord? Well, we have a book in front of our laps, in, in front of us, hopefully, that, that give us, it gives us direction. God wants to do new things in all of us. God is doing a new thing right here, right now. But in the future, we've been going through the book of Revelation, and here we just so happen to be right here talking about the new heaven and the new earth, And for the believer in Jesus Christ, that's our future. It's a glorious place. It's a wonderful place. In the next few weeks, we're going to go into detail about this new heaven and new earth. And here this morning, we're just going to scratch the surface. But I'm going to ask if you can please stand with me as I read Revelation 21, verses 1 to 5. And we do that here at this church in honor of God's word. When we read a passage, we stand up because we reverence his word. So Revelation 21, verse 1, John the Apostle writes, and he says, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bridegroom adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them. Excuse me. And they shall be his people God himself will be with them and be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have, can we say that together? Passed away. And he who sat on the throne said, behold, can we say this together? I make all things new. And he said to me, write, for these words are true, and faithful. Lord, thank you for changes. Thank you for new life. Thank you for this new place for us. Thank you for the leading and the direction of your Holy Spirit in our lives. May you direct the message and may you speak clearly in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You could be seated. Thank you. As for a timeline, where does this fall? This happens immediately after the white throne judgment, we looked at that last week, the white throne judgment is when those that reject Christ, they're judged before the white throne judgment, and then they're, they're put into the lake of fire for all eternity. You do not want to go there. Satan also is in at this point in the lake of fire. The false prophet, the antichrist, they were the first ones that went there as we've looked at. So that's our timeline, that's where this, this falls in place. Uh, before we dive into the, into the verses here, I, I always want to remind us every Sunday, I believe it's very important that we're reminded of a fact, because I, sometimes we get guests here, new people, and they'll say, oh, you know, Revelation is such a scary book. Matter of fact, they don't say Revelation, they say Revelations, they, it's not plural, but they say that, Revelations is very scary, and it says, no, it's not. It's scary if you're not a believer, but the fact is that Revelation means the unveiling. And it's not just Revelation, the unveiling, but it's the revelation if you look at the title of Jesus Christ. So we'll, we see Jesus in the book of Revelation more than any other book in the Bible. That's the blessing, but there's also attached to it a threefold blessing that no other book has. The only book in the entire Bible that promises a threefold blessing is the book of Revelation. We are blessed when we do what? Read it. We're blessed when we hear it. And we're blessed when we apply it. So we just read it. We just heard it. We can close our Bibles, go home, and we'll be blessed. But let's do our best to see if we can bring some application back in verse one. And it says, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, and the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no more. Can we say that together? C. C. Surfers hate this verse. There's no more C. Well, one good thing we won't have any uh, tsunami warnings, right? Did your phone go? I got like three warnings. I think it was three. I mean, that's kind of. I okay. I'll confess what I did. I went out by the water and watched the watch the ocean. You know, I'm like. Living on the edge, you're like, oh, well, you know, and there's other people out. I wasn't alone out there. It was interesting because I've never seen it recede, the the water recede, I mean, far. And so I was just walking out real close. and I'm thinking, I'm probably, I'm thinking this could be dangerous. <laughs> but I just felt, you know, kind of led to do that. And so I spent time with the Lord and watched his creation. Water covers over 70% of the earth. It's used for many different things. I don't even know... You know, the, the ocean, the salt water, uh, we probably don't know half of what it really does. But one thing we know is it provides oxygen to the earth. It provides also, uh, it, it helps purify the air. The salt helps purify the air, takes away pollution and all that. But so there's there's going to be no need for that. There's not going to be pollution in the new heaven and the new earth. It also, if you think of the sea or the ocean, it it, it brings separation of people, doesn't it? a sea of separation. We're not going to need separation. I don't know if you know this or not, but God's not into separation. God's into unity. What does it say in Psalm 133? Behold, how good and how pleasant it is when brethren dwell to what? Do what? Together in unity. Behold, how good, how pleasant. It's God loves unity. He loves that. So it, that'll be taken away. The sea, there's going to be no need for it at all. But the word new means a, a new kind, superior. To what it succeeds. It's, the earth will be far better than anything you can imagine. And I, I can't wait to see this new earth. I, we're going to, again, go into some details, what the Bible tells us about it. But it's probably beyond anything you and I can even imagine, this new earth and this new heaven. God's not just going to refurbish the earth. I, I, I kind of think of how the millennial kingdom it's I believe that's more of a refurbishing of the earth you understand it's so he's going to bring the earth but but that's not going to happen this is going to be totally brand new absolutely brand new we're going to look at that he's going to create it out of nothing he's going to make everything new and and I was thinking through this and thinking about wouldn't it be nice if you bought something that's brand new and it stays new forever I've told you uh, you know I have a scooter and I love my scooter you got it brand new but it has a flat right now, and it's not even that old. I mean, I, and it's useless until I get that, that fixed. And it's like, you know, in heaven, we're not going to have any of those problems. I, I guarantee you that. We're going to look at that, that it, he makes everything brand new. But it's, We're not going to have the second law of thermodynamics where things are constantly breaking down. That's going to be all done away with. Can you imagine like a new car smell that always stays there? You don't have to replace your carpet anymore. We have a new screen. And did you see this thing right here? This is bugging me right here. We fixed it. And <laughs> it's the world. Listen, it's the world we live in. If you think it's supposed to be heaven here, you're misunderstanding. It's not heaven until we get to heaven. And it's not totally heaven, I believe, until we get to the new heaven and the new earth where everything is going to be made new. Everything. And you might ask, why? Why a new heaven and a new earth? And I, I believe part of it, with my little brain, what I come up with in scripture is, is that, that heaven and earth has been contaminated with sin and the devil. In Job, we're told, and I'll, I'll put it up on the screen, where, remember, it says, now there was a day when the sons of God, these are, those are the angels, uh, good angels, bad angels, the sons of God, uh, came to present themselves before who? the Lord. And Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, now this is a heavenly scene, right? They're in heaven, talking in heaven. So so here's the Lord. He tells Satan, where have you been? And from where do you come? And Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the what? On the earth and walking back and forth on the earth. So the earth is contaminated, but even heaven in this this one scripture, this passage right here, we see even heaven itself is tainted. There's gonna be a new heaven, a new earth, a place where where evil, sin, and also the devil has never trodden. It's never been there before. It's not tainted. Pastor Chuck Smith used an illustration. It kind of stuck with me that if you ever had a container in the fridge that let's say you use it for orange juice or lemonade and, and you keep using it time after time, you put it in the fridge and what happens is that plastic kind of takes on that flavor of the orange juice and so if you use it for water and you pour water, it's tainted. You're like, oh, that's, well, what's in there? It's, it, that's supposed to be water, but, it, but it's tainted. The new heaven and new earth will not be tainted. Guys, there will be no evil. It'll be a holy place no more flesh to contend with, no more temptation to contend with. Everything is made brand new. I'm looking forward to that place. I don't know about you. We see in the Old Testament even, Isaiah the prophet writing, the Lord speaking here says, behold, I create a new heaven and a new earth. This is in the Old Testament, talking about this new heaven and new earth. And the former shall not be remembered or come to mind but be glad and rejoice forever. What I create, it gives us a little clue here. We're gonna be glad, we're gonna rejoice. You notice it says forever in what I create. Uh, The word in here, create, the Hebrew word, most of you know it is bara, bara. Only God can make something out of nothing. Bara means making something out of absolutely nothing. We see it the first time in Genesis 1.1, where it says God created bara, the heavens and the earth, out of nothing. Do you realize that? Listen, even in our life, he can do that, make something out of nothing. I know with myself, I'll think about, oh, well, that can't work. And then I can come up with a, a, like a different reasons. Well, that's not gonna work because of this and because of that and because of that. And because of that, no, nope, that's not gonna work. But then if you factor, but God, he can do whatever he wants, Right? He's the only one that can create something out of absolutely nothing, and he can do that in our lives. Don't limit what he can do in your life. He can do whatever he wants. Lord, help us with that. What does Proverbs tell us? 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean what? Not (laughs) Not on your own understanding. Do you guys have a hard time with that? And God knows we have a hard time with that. So we ask him, please, Lord, help me to walk by faith and not by sight not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path, my path, our path. He will do it. Amen? But Barah, for behold, I create Jerusalem as a rejoicing and her people a joy. So here we see this new heaven and new earth spoken about there in Isaiah 65. But uh, with this, I want to say that God is a great creator, but the devil is a destroyer. He wants to destroy marriages. He wants to destroy families. He wants to destroy. That's what he does. He's a deceiver and a destroyer. He's a liar. And he's the father of lies. Do not let him destroy your family. Do not let him destroy your marriage. If you're married, do not let him destroy your life. He's been doing this for a long time. He's very crafty. We need to stay in the word of God. We need to know what God has to say, and we need to follow him in the direction of his Holy Spirit because Satan wants to destroy us, and he wants to hurt us, but he can't. Listen, he cannot touch you. He cannot touch me if you have the Holy Spirit living in you because greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. Don't be lied to, but don't allow sin to take over your life. Don't allow your past things that you were involved in to come back into your life. God has created us with choice. We have to, we need to make a choice. Choose you this day whom you will serve. And that, listen, that's every day. There's been times, you know, after three services, it's like, wow, God is moving and people giving their lives to Christ. And you're just like, wow, this is so awesome watching the Lord work. And then I can go outside and somebody cuts me off and I'm screaming at them or something. I mean, it's just that I can, I can go like that, a snap of a finger. Just boom, It's di- I'm in the flesh. And I'm yelling, they go, Pastor, is that you? I say, hey, hi. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but you cut me off. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I pray you know that. He's doing an awful good job right now, Satan, that is, destroying and deceiving this nation and now even around the world. Take the Bible out of school. Take prayer out of school. This is what you get. Teach the the kids in the university, there is no God. Guys, our future, if it wasn't for Jesus Christ, it's very scary watching these young kids grow up not believing in God, and they're going to run our country, and they're even starting to run our country today. Lord, help us. Satan is a destroyer. Don't allow him to. You have authority. You have, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you don't have to allow him to destroy your life, your family, your marriage. whatever it is, don't allow it. He wants to deceive you, don't let him deceive you. Did you guys see this? School Defends Satan Club that promotes critical thinking in the elementary school. A school district in Northwest Illinois is defending an elementary school after flyers promoting an after school Satan Club surfaced. According to the photo of the flyer, the social media, and the club at this Jane Adams Elementary, goes on and on, That uh, so they're, they, they're talking about, if you read their flyer, um, they're saying, oh yeah, we have projects, we have arts and crafts, and so this is elementary school. And you might say, listen, you, you might say this, well, we, we have a freedom to do what we want, we're in a free country, well, let me tell you this, yeah, we have a freedom to do what's right, not what's wrong, that's wrong. Charlie Kirk texted me that this morning. And pray for Charlie Kirk, because he is doing an awesome job with these young kids. Amen? Amen. (laughs) Most of you probably know this, but as we talk about heaven, I hope you realize that the Bible teaches us, tells us that there's three different places that are referred to as heaven. The first one is the sky or the clouds, Genesis 1.20 says, And God said, Let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth, across the face of the firmament, the sky of the what? Heavens. The birds fly in the clouds, and that's that's the first layer of heaven, if you will, according to the Bible. Second one is the universe. So we have, and I consider, eight, uh, Psalm 8.3, it says, When I consider your, can we say it together? Heavens. The work of your fingers, the moon and the stars... So the moon, the stars, the sun, that's all considered the second level of heaven, if you will, which you have ordained. God has ordained it. So then you have the third, where God dwells. Paul the Apostle talks about that. Uh, Paul the Apostle was stoned different times. He was beaten, and probably one of the times when they thought he was dead, he probably had this experience, and I believe he's talking about himself. Second Corinthians 12, two, he says, I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago, whether in the body or I do not know, whether out of the body I do not know, God knows, such a one was caught up to the. Can we say that together? Amen. The third heaven, that's where God dwells. And He says, I know such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows how he was caught up into what. Doesn't that sound good? That's where we get paradise. Some people call Hawaii paradise or wherever. It's like, no, 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 that's not paradise. This is the real paradise where God dwells. And heard, listen to this. Can we say that word? Inexpressible words, which is not lawful for a man to even utter. Paul the apostle was not short on words, as you know if you read your New Testament. He was very eloquent. He said, the things that I saw, the things that I heard, I can't even put into words. That's where God dwells. Amen? But the good thing is uh, we will see God. We can ask him questions. I personally think I'll be just in awe of him. I don't know if I'm going to have a lot of questions. I'm just going to be, wow. <laughs> there's a real place called heaven, but also there's going to be a new heaven. I'm going to also talk about, I personally believe, and I'm going to show you scripture why I believe this. I know friends of mine, they'll, they'll teach that that when it says when God is gonna bring a new heaven and a new earth, they believe it's just the sky is gonna be different. Others say, well, no, 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 it's it's just probably just the, the, the sky, the earth, and the universe, he'll probably make a new universe. I personally believe that, and scripturally, it's also gonna be, the third heaven is gonna be brand new. One reason right off the bat, I think about is the fact that God is, we're going to see, he's going to dwell with us. He's not going to dwell in that place anymore. He's going to dwell with us, God the Father. And I'm going to show you that. In the millennial kingdom, we see Jesus Christ ruling and reigning on the throne for a thousand years. But I can't find anywhere where you see God the Father dwelling there during the millennial millennial kingdom. But we do see him in the new heaven and the new earth with Jesus Christ. And we're going to, I want to show you that because I believe it's Good for us to know, what does the scripture say? Not my opinion, not what I think, but what does the scripture say? So here we are, and it says, he, that's God, who sat on the throne said, behold, I make, what? All things new. If God says he's making all things new, the one that sits on the throne, I'm gonna take him at his word, he's gonna make all things new, not just the sky, not just the universe, he's gonna make everything new, even the third heaven. And he said to me, right, for these words are, can we say that? True and faithful in other words I'm not another, I believe what it is that when you when you read that when you hear that you're like there's no way that can't be true I mean God himself is going to dwell from on a throne and he's going to be there and that that's why this is there he's like no he he'll, he'll be there you might say, well pastor I, I was told that we won't really see God and and uh, how's that going to work well let me let me just do what I can here chapter 21 we'll be looking at this. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, behold, the tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be, excuse me, this is, this is the same chapter. I'm sorry, 21, three, verse three. And they, they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be, can we say that together? This is the best thing about this, God himself. And you might say, well, maybe it's talking about Jesus because Jesus is God, right? You're absolutely right. God the Son. So maybe it's talking about Jesus. And if you're a theologian or if you study scripture, that's a very good thought. But the next chapter, I think this makes it clear. And he showed me a pure river of water, of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from, can we say this, the throne of God and of the? And of the Lamb. God the Father jesus christ the lamb of god water of life is going to proceed from their thrones there in this new heaven and this new earth god is a creator of new things good things satan is a destroyer as i mentioned one of the best verses i can think of going with all this is in isaiah forty-three, nineteen. it says behold i do a can we say it together a new thing but we have a Word of God that's living and that's what God's doing right now. He's doing a new thing. Hi, this is Pastor Joe, and I'd like to take a moment to personally invite you to one of our three services here at Calvary Chapel of the Harbor in Huntington Beach. Our service times are 9 a.m., 10.45 a.m., and 12.30 p.m. Please come and say hi after the service. I would love to meet you. For more information, check out our website at ccoth.com that's CCOTH.com. God bless
0: you. You've been listening to Glory to Glory with Pastor Joe Pettick, an outreach of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. If you would like to enter into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, call now at 714 788 8221. That's 714 788 8221. Our new location is at 4121 Warner Avenue in Huntington Beach at the beautiful Huntington Harbor Marina. Now, may we continue to go to his throne of mercy as he changes us from glory to glory.